0: Hi there, I'm Mark Swallow, and I'm glad you are joining me for today's God Is podcast. Let's get started learning who God is. Thank you for joining me today from wherever you are and by however you listen as we meet together coast to coast here in the United States and all the way around the world. And welcome back as we again turn to the Bible in our ongoing quest to know who God is. And today we begin a series in which we will explore the name of God, or more accurately said, the names of God. Because in the Bible we find several names of God. We will get to these, but it is appropriate to begin by affirming the name of God. Scripture elevates the name of God. Listen to these passages. After I read them, I will remind you of the references so you can write them down and read them later on your own time. That will be a profitable exercise and very useful in your worship of the one true God. I am thinking of the Ten Commandments that God gave to his servant Moses for the people of God. In Exodus chapter 20 and verse 7, we read the third commandment. Here it is. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not leave him unpunished who takes his name in vain. Therein we have the name, singular, of God. And let me just say, if you are wondering about the relevance of a series on the name of God in your life, we have relevance right at the start. All of the commandments of the Lord are regularly broken, even in the lives of Christ's people, and certainly this one is. Have you also noticed how deplorable the language of our time has become? Well, Some will say, it was always bad. This is nothing new. Well, perhaps. Maybe it's the pervasive nature of media that brings language to life in ways it did not used to. Maybe it's that women curse now as much as men— May be that young people now use very rough and crass language. Whatever the case may be, people are foul-mouthed, and I hear it so often. The taking of the Lord's name in vain. Just the other day, I was outside a CVS here in town. A CVS is a convenience store slash drugstore. There's a pharmacy inside. And I was innocently standing there waiting for my wife when a group of boys came into the store and then out again, back and forth. I'd say these guys were in middle school, so ages 11 through 13, and they were messing around after school. Nothing wrong with that, a group of guys hanging out together. But when a group of middle school girls walked by, wow, one of these boys unleashed a profanity-laced tirade against her. And the Lord's name was repeatedly used in vain. What a shame this brings down on him, and quite frankly, his parents. I do not have to spell it out. I will not spell it out. You know it when you hear it, and isn't this a revulsion to you? To hear someone speak of your Lord like that? This is disgusting. And if we feel that way, can you imagine how holy God feels to have his own name spoken of in that way? He tells us he declares his judgment on the matter in his third commandment. For anyone who does not think it matters or is a big deal how they use the name of God, you need a serious rethink. The use of language, a reflection of what is lurking in the heart, according to Jesus— matters a lot to God. And it ought to matter to us. We're going to find application of the Bible in our lives in the days ahead. Stay tuned, and do apply what you learn, as will I. And let's pray for young people, like that 11 to 13-year-old boy and his parents and his friends. Let's share the gospel with families and in schools and on sidewalks all across our nation and the world, so that people will know, love, and honor the name of God with us. Exodus 20, verse 7, You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not leave him unpunished who takes his name in vain. Next, we turn to the Psalms, and I have three verses to highlight. So, from the Exodus to the Psalms and chapter 8, verse 1. Psalm 8, verse One, O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth, who have displayed your splendor above the heavens. Again, we have the singular name. Our Lord's name is majestic in all the earth. God's name reveals his splendor above the heavens, we declare this name when we worship the Lord God. And then follow along with me to Psalm chapter 48 and verse 10. As is your name, O God, so is your praise to the ends of the earth. Psalm 48, 10. Here, a very strong connection is made between the name of God and our praise of him. Merrill Unger comments, As is God's name, so will the praise be that is accorded to him. In other words, we cannot have a low view of God's name and praise him to the ends of the earth. To praise God, we must have a very high view of his name. And Psalm 76 verse 1 says this, God is known in Judah His name is great in Israel. Again, notice it is the name of God that is great in Israel. God is known in Judah by his name, and his name is great in all Israel. I love it. Psalm 76, 1. So far, we have referenced Exodus 20, verse 7. Psalm 8, verse 1. Psalm 48, verse 10, and Psalm 76, verse 1. And two more. These are some of your favorites. I anticipate that when I talk about the name of God, many Christians who know and depend upon the word of God will immediately call to mind these next two. Proverbs 18, verse 10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runs into it and is safe. I myself will turn to this in my Bible when I am scared and afraid. Proverbs 18.10 Unger comments, The name of the Lord, that is the Lord himself, in all that his name stands for, particularly in his gracious love and concern for his own, is a strong tower, a tower of strength. Maybe you having been made righteous by Christ, are still scared, afraid, feeling unsafe? Know this. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runs into it and is safe. Run, my dear friend. Run into the name of the Lord, which is a strong tower for you. Run into the Lord and be safe. God will defend you. His name is synonymous with his character, and the name of the Lord is a strong tower. Do you see what this means for you? This is something else that should be taught to our children when they are afraid. Let's take leave of the Hebrew Scriptures and turn to the New Testament. Here is another text I think you will know and cherish. Philippians chapter 2, verses 9 and 10 So that we pick up the context, I will read Philippians 2, verses 5-11. through Have this mind in yourselves which was also in Christ Jesus, who, although he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant and being made in the likeness of men. that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. These verses describe both the humiliation and the exaltation of Jesus Christ. And in verses 9 and 10, please highlight the name of Jesus. God so highly exalts Christ that at his name, the name that is above every name, every knee, wherever they are, will bow and every tongue will confess that indeed Jesus Christ is Lord. That is, he is sovereign ruler over everyone and everything. And this will be proclaimed to the glory of God the Father. Jesus is far above and beyond all other names. What's in a name, asked Shakespeare in Romeo and Juliet. I never liked his response. He did not think a name mattered much. But I, and I assume many of you are with me on this, we do love God's response. There is a lot in the name of God, in the name of Jesus. And this is what we set out now to learn. As we begin, we affirm the name of God. Scripture elevates the name of God. Our references are Exodus 20, verse 7, Psalm 8, verse 1, Psalm 48, verse 10, Psalm 76, verse 1, Proverbs 18, verse 10, and Philippians 2, verses 9 and 10. Since we have only just begun, let me invite you to invite someone you know to join us. If you listen by podcast, tell others about us. Subscribe, like, rate, and review the God Is podcast. And send a link to our website to a friend asking them to tune in. If you listen by radio, invite this other person or persons to tune in to this station at this same time every Monday through Friday. Better yet, invite them over. Share a tea or coffee and then discuss the broadcast when it ends. What have you learned? What questions do you have? How will you apply this to your lives? Let's expand the God is family. and Join us next time because God is. Thank you for listening to this God is podcast. Drop me an email and tell me what you think. Mark at God is ministry.org. That's Mark at God is ministry.org. Please do share this with others and be sure and join me for the next one.